What might be in the way of you reaching and living your soul's divine purpose? Have you ever wondered if there's a way to heal the deep, hidden, inner issues, wounds, beliefs, and traumas? The journey into spiritual healing engages people in all areas of their lives to heal themselves and others. You will be engaged by powerful stories of hope, healing, love, and God as the source for real wellness. In this live call-in show, Dr. Jaffe brings testament to how medical spiritual healing and Sufism, together with traditional and complementary medicine, can heal life-threatening disease, chronic illness, and personal issues through understanding and transforming the inner causes and experiences that lock disease in place. Dr. Jaffe takes you on a journey and will show you how to find and heal these inner issues and painful unresolved subconscious wounds. You are listening to Journey into Spiritual Healing Radio with Dr. Jaffe. Mm. Wow, that's so beautiful. I'm Dr. Pat, and I get to take this journey with Dr. Jaffe. You know, this, I was so excited, Dr. Jaffe, when I heard about this show, about doing a show about the Sufi path and why people look towards the Sufi path for spiritual guidance. And the reason I love that is because I am probably one of the least likely people given being born in New York, lived on the East Coast most of my life, to even have a sense that there is even such a thing as the Sufi path. And yet, for some interesting reason, one of which we'll talk about today, totally drawn towards it, drawn towards the teachings, drawn towards so many of the mystics in this arena. But this is a topic you're taking on, and it is an important one as some of the ancient wisdom is so important in our modern day, isn't it? Thank you. Welcome. It's great to have you. Oh, it's my pleasure to be back on the air with you, uh, Dr. Pat, and to talk about the Sufi path, which is probably one of my favorite topics anyways. So, um, you know, we're going to dive into that today and talk about why people need it and how it will help them um, and what it can bring into their lives, you know, when they sincerely begin to have that connection. And I think it's going to be a great show today. Well, let's start with talking about Sufism or or what people on the Sufi path believe. I think it's important, right? You know, when we take a look to give to give people an idea, where is the energy of this absolutely all-inclusive idea, this Sufism? Where does it come from and what is it? So let's take a look at what that is. Okay, well, first of all, Sufism uh, means uh, one who has purified their heart. So if you're on the Sufi path, you're somebody whose heart is either in the process of being purified or has been purified. And we say a real Sufi is one who has reached a very deep state of purification of the heart. And uh, Sufism emanates from the prophetic tradition. You know, when I say prophetic I mean, from Adam and Noah and Abraham and Moses and, uh, you know, all the way through to Muhammad, um, that the, the Sufi path is sort of the inner spiritual teachings that all of these prophets brought um, into the earth as they had their time of uh, messengership. And, and when we think about this, you know, let's, let's talk a little bit about what it means, right? And I I think that, you know, when you go back and you say, wait a minute, 
you know, what are the people that are on this pathway? What do they believe in? Is it truth? Is it love? What is it they believe in? Well, the Sufi path is about the heart. And the heart, you know, in, when I speak of heart, I'm not speaking about the physical heart. I'm speaking about the feeling heart, you know, the, the heart of love. So Sufism, we say, is walking the path of love um, towards its evolvement or towards its, its, its flowering. So, for example, in many traditions, you know, what people are seeking spiritually is to reach enlightenment. Um, in the Sufi, and, and the way they do that is essentially through raising their consciousness uh, or opening their third eye or something like that, and they try to come into that state of enlightenment, which is the end goal of many paths. Now, Sufism, um, our goal is not so much the enlightenment, but it's the heart's union with the truth and the reality of God itself, and that the person becomes established in that station, so that they're living in this constant state of connectedness to the one, they're in a state of ecstasy uh, most of the time, uh, they experience very, very profound love and peace inside of their hearts and souls, um, and there's a very deep state of wisdom that is emanating from the divine that the Sufi is able to connect into most of the time and be able to be guided from that state of wisdom. And that's our goal, is to have that ongoing guidance and that pure life that comes from following the guidance of the divine versus following the guidance of the self. Mm. Um, you know, as we think about that, I, I'm really struck by what that means in terms of possibilities, right? And it also then begs the question, right? What, what does becoming a Sufi mean? You know, what does that mean for people when they hear that? And clearly we have moved into the modern day and age, right? Where mm -hmm. we're looking at uh, the internet, the connectivity. You know, we have people reading literature and listening to music or songs or rhymes from Sufi mystics. I mean, this is, you, you know, the world we're living in now, which yep. many people didn't understand or know that would happen. That's right. I mean, today, you know, the greatest or the most well-known poet in the world today is Rumi. Yes. Uh, and Rumi, of course, was uh, a Sufi, and he was a mystic. And his poetry is nothing but the poetry of the Sufi path. He's really talking about all the walking and the stations, and what goes on as one moves into that reality with God. And Rumi unveiled something very, very important, which is that he showed essentially what it means to live in the divine presence moment to moment and what that experience was like. And when people hear Rumi and they get touched by him, what they're really being touched by is the outpouring of the poetry that comes from someone who has reached to live in that presence and can share it with the world. So that's what's really, that's what people are finding is that beauty. And that's really, um, the depth of Sufism is opening the heart to experience that love that leads into that state of beauty. Yeah. I want to, this is really a conversation about the teachings too. Um, and what I mean by that is that, you know, you and I are talking about this because 
there are teachings. And what I mean by that, there are teachings, there are lessons, there are ways of life. And that really leads to the, the dialogue, a path, the Sufi path, and sure. why people choose the Sufi path. And that's part of today's show. There's also the other question about it that talks for people that want to learn more about it. You know, and we're going to talk about that later, you know, what you've created, um, Dr. Jaffe, what you've created so that people can learn more about it and explore more about it. Um, but but let's, let's just talk about this, you know, the questions of this. There are people that perhaps may say, I want to, you know, be on the path, the Sufi path, but do I have to change my religion? This comes up a lot when we talk about different paths and different journeys, yeah? That's right. Well, you know, the way that I teach it is I have different levels. So we uh -huh. have people who, you know, we have ministers, we have Buddhists, we have Hindus, um, Christians, uh, Jewish people that have come into the teachings and they learn about the path, but they integrate it into their own religion. So, the, you know, the first level of this is anybody who would like to learn. Now, if you're a Christian, of course, you want to come closer to God. And, and this is a technology or a system, you know, for coming closer to God. Uh, if you're Jewish, of course, you want to have that very deep connection to God. And sometimes, um, you, know, you, you know, it may be that what you're learning is too much from the mind. And so you need a different approach to get there. So by learning the Sufi teachings, no matter what your system is, learning how to connect to that reality and bring it into whatever religion or spiritual path you're on is very effective. But as you go further, which is our second level, you realize that maybe at that point you're really ready for an intimate relationship mm. with the Sufi path and the Sufi walking, which is deeper. Now, in this system, we're now going to walk you in a different way, which is now we take you into, it's almost like the first level is sort of like dating, and this level is more like marriage. You step mm -hmm. into it, you're very deeply becoming one with it, we're showing you many more of the secrets of the way, there's much more connection and intimacy, and now you're in this, it's almost like a love affair, you're in this deep relationship with the Sufi path, and that love affair opens up, and as it opens up, um, the experiences are profound. Now, finally, yeah. the third level is the mastery level. You know, if people start to complete the path and they start, you know, reaching the stations of the soul, the stations of the spirit, they start to become Sufi masters. And those people have access to very deep states of enlightenment. Um, they begin to open up the wisdom and the gnosis of oneness with God. And in that state, you know, many of those people, if they reach it, they say, yes, I'm a Sufi master, but really I'm a master of all paths, that all paths are actually from God to each path, and because I'm in that connectedness in the relationship with the one, they feel like they can help and support any path, no matter what it is. So those are the three basic levels of, of these teachings, to open the door, bring it into wherever you are, to step into a deep, intimate relationship where you really are in a love affair with God and a love affair with Sufism, and you're you're in that deep inner transformational process. And the final step is you begin to complete the path. You start to become that real master 
And now your job is to go out and to help everybody in the world to, you know, free them from suffering, to wake up, to find the love, to find the health, to find the healing. Um, and that's the real, uh, the one who can really give to everyone. Mm. Wow. I, you know, one of the things we're going to talk about, Dr. Jaffe, when we come back is, you know, once the journey begins, how does one's life begin again when we come back we're going to talk about what this means walking the sufi path what it does to one's life how does one change how do you change and then change the world dr jeffy's joining me here today when we come back we're not only going to tell you about how to do that we're taking your comments and questions 1-800-930-2819 but also when we come back we're going to give you lots of information about upcoming classes uh, we're going to give you information about a live summit event that and much more with dr ibrahim jaffe we'll be right back stuck in a roundabout of dysfunction stop circling around difficult issues and find out what's been holding you back Learn how to speak your truth to power with host Dr. Kathy Obear. Create real change with smart tools and smart strategies. No frills, no fluff, just life-changing conversations to help get you where you want to be. Extend your reach and become an agent for real change with Kathy Obear. For more information on Kathy and her work, please visit drkathyobear.com. That's drkathyobear.com. To find answers to life's questions, you need to look within yourself. Dr. Glenna Rice brings your questionable conversations on Transformation Talk Radio each month. Tune in each month for insight into how you can live up to your full potential. Dr. Glenna is a physical therapist, certified access consciousness, and access body class facilitator. How does it get any better than this? For more information on Dr. Glenna Rice and her work, visit GlennaRice.com. Living Lighter Radio with Jason and Patricia. We have an ecosystem approach to your life. Tune in weekly every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio as we, Jason and Patricia, discuss what's truly holding you back. We offer you the tools you need to reach your goals and at the same time be living lighter. For more information about Living Lighter, visit www.livinglighter.org. Calling all moms, it's time to awaken your vibrant, intuitive, loving self in every area of your life. Join host Debbie Pokornik as she shares thoughts, stories, and tools to help you stand in your power. Listen to Vibrant Powerful Moms Helping Everyday Women Create Extraordinary Lives, Mondays at 2.30 Pacific, 5.30 Eastern. For more information about Debbie, visit empoweringenergy.com. That's empowering with letters N-R-G.com. Do you want the knowledge and wisdom to understand where spirituality, science, and psychology intersect? Then join the Karmic Path Radio Show with Tina and Laura on TransformationTalkRadio.com, Thursdays at 4 p.m. Pacific. Follow this charmingly, disarmingly dynamic duo as they explore how psychic ability, spirituality, and karmic law tie together. For more information on Tina, Laura, and their groundbreaking work, visit TheKarmicPath.com. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. 
Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. You know, Dr. Jeffy, thank you for talking about this today because there is really a beauty. There's an essence about Sufism that I think it's so important to talk about um, and, and at some level misunderstood. And I know that we're going to be sharing some examples. But before we do, you know, you talked about the levels, which also means, you know, there are ways for people to learn this. And of course, you teach this. So if we could spend a minute on talking about um, some of the things you are doing, some of the courses you're offering, whether it's you know the foundations of medical spiritual healing uh, or courses on Sufism. So tell us a little bit about that and how folks can find out about it. Yeah. Well, first of all, you know I'm just so you know myself that I'm one of the heads of the American Shadowia Sufi Order. And the Shadalia are the, probably the largest Sufi order in the world. Um, and there are groups, you know, mostly independent all over the world. And, and I'm, of course, involved in the U.S. group uh, and have been teaching Sufism and Sufi spiritual healing, medical spiritual healing, for the past 20 years. And the concept of all of the Sufi work is about walking what's called seven stations. So... The Sufi work is, is all based around these stations. And interestingly enough, what we find is that most diseases are also clustered around these stations. So, for example, people walking through the first station um, might have certain diseases. People walking around the second station, which is the station of the heart, tend to have heart diseases and, and things like that. So the, the diseases are very much related to the stations as well. So what are the stations? Well, the first station is basically overcoming your ego self and recognizing the presence of the divine and being able to choose that divine presence and divine guidance as your major, let's say, force in your life as opposed to following yourself or following, you know, your shadow or whatever else might be inside of you, you're you're really aligning with that divine will and that divine knowledge, and you're walking that path. Now, in our Foundations of Medical Spiritual Healing course, which is our basic introductory course, the spiritual healing in this in this tradition in this way, um, we teach you how to reach that connection into divine will and divine presence, and how to receive guidance from it so that it can reveal to you the source of your illness and suffering and why you may not have success in life. You know, for example, um, one person I was working with recently, you know, gone to a very, you know, one of the top colleges you know, in the world, really, um, and she was struggling in her relationship, and she didn't understand why her relationships weren't working. And then when we really got down to it, you know, connecting to this divine light, she saw that deep down what she really wanted was a very spiritual relationship. And because she was hitting places of unworthiness, she kept choosing men that didn't have that, and then the relationships would fall apart. So by bringing in that divine light, 
we were able to shine the truth, because the divine light is the light of divine truth. We were able to shine it on what was really going on in her relationships and find out the source of why relationships weren't working, which was the lack of worthiness. And then we were able to begin to work with the medical spiritual healing process to be able to clear the unworthiness inside of her. And the results were very profound. Things started to move very, very quickly. You know, and this is what we're seeking. So the first station for people is learning that level of divine alignment. Now, once you reach that and you start to really understand it, then we start moving you into our second level, which is our university program. You know, we have seven years of programs that are available to people, but essentially our first year is teaching you how to live in your heart, how to find the love, how to open your heart, how to live in the truth, how to heal all the pain that has closed your heart from your parents, from your relationships, from the loss, um, you know, from all the hurt today. You know, there's so many problems in school and people get hurt so badly. We're going to teach you how to change all that. You know, Rumi said, stop acting so small. You are the universe in ecstatic motion. When you discover your heart, you'll see that you become this universe in ecstatic motion. You're going to start to feel amazing inside, and your heart's going to feel full of love. And uh, interestingly enough, when you feel good inside, you will attract many, many people outside. Those people, can t- they can smell it. They taste the fragrance of it, and they're going to come running to you. So Rumi also said, your heart knows the way. Run in that direction. We're going to teach you how to find the way of your own heart and how to find its truth. And that's what our first year or two of the university is about, University of Medical Spiritual Healing, is learning how to really find your heart, Mm. really live in your heart, and clear all that pain and all that suffering that you've been carrying your whole life, which is causing all sorts of illnesses as well. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting that, Dr. Jaffe, when we hear some of the things in our pop culture that are actually from, uh, from what I understand, you'll correct me if I'm wrong on this, actually from Sufi or from Sufi mystics or from people that are on the journey. Let me give you an example. You know, an entire like mega popular pop culture song is Don't Worry, Be Happy. And, you know, that phrase in itself, I'm trying to remember uh Baba, I can't remember the name of the person that uh, that, that created that phrase, so to speak, right? Uh, But that's just one. There are many, many, many. And I think they really point to what we're talking about here today. Because, look, we are living in a world right now, Dr. Jaffe. So let's just get let's just get serious about this for a minute, even though I believe the Sufi path is really lighthearted at some level. We live in a world right now where people are looking on the outside to find meaning. Do you know what I mean? Not on the inside, not on, not on what you just talked about, but I'm looking on the outside. I'm either looking at being plugged into some news channel 24 seven, or I'm looking on the outside because I'm listening to what other people say. And yet, if I look at some of the teachings and, and, and let me just tell you, I'm not an expert in this. You are. But I'm familiar. And I have a go-to when I need to beef up my spiritual practice. And this is one of them. For example, 
when I think about what you seek is seeking you, just that phrase, right? And I, th- I believe this is Sufi, right? Okay. Don't ask me who says it. I know somebody, I know, I know I did know this at one time, Dr. Jaffe, but that phrase, what you seek is seeking you, believe it or not, is the entire basis for the principle of the law of attraction. And yet we don't talk about it. We don't talk about the mastery of Sufism, right? But I think today we are. Well, you're right. First of all, I mean, Sufism has been around a very long time. You know, going back to Abraham, we're back 3,500 years. And, you know, it has been part of many, many traditions. And, for example, you quoted, you know, don't worry to be happy, which comes from Mayor Baba. Thank you. But, I, I had it half right. <laughs> yeah, you, you got Baba in there. That's right. And, uh, you know, Mayor Baba reached his enlightenment through a Sufi. There was a Sufi woman master who came when he was struggling to wake up, and he came to her, and she did some Sufi processes with him, and she was the one that woke him up and had him step into his opening, which later he, you know, he claimed to be the avatar, and and stepped into that opening at that time, but it all came through this Sufi tradition. And, uh, you know, the bottom line is that Sufis uh, are here to help people learn that direct connection to God and the meanings that come from that connection. So, for example, if you draw your meanings from your parents or you draw your meanings from your culture, like what's our culture teaching us today, for example, in the West? You know, our culture is is changing very quickly. There's a lot of intersections. You know, uh, I think about my own 15-year-old daughter. You know, she's listening to rap. She's listening to all sorts of things on the, you know, the Internet and the Snapchat and everything she does. And it influences her in many ways that aren't always the best, as, as any parent will tell you today. But if you can start to learn to draw your wisdom, your guidance, your meaning directly from God, then you start to create a whole new world, which is a world of goodness and a world of love and a world of holiness. And that becomes your your foundational place. That becomes your pole in life. And you're, you're, you're living out of that. Now, my experience is that people who live with those type of meanings, first of all, are much happier. Um, secondly, they operate from the love, so they're really in the love most of the time, and, and their whole principles are based on love and unity. In other words, it's not what I get, it's how can I serve you. It's not what's good for me, but what's for our world. So they're operating from a much vaster state of meaning. And of course, you know, the other side of it is if you look at people, you know, I'm a physician, if you look at people when they're dying, most people at the time of death are very, very frightened. Um, they hit the point, they realize their, their life is ending. Um, they realize that they haven't lived life in the way they want. Um, they've made mistakes. And, and they come into that period of life with a lot of fear. But people who have walked in the Sufi way with deep faith, most of them, when they reach that point, they are at very deep peace. They feel their lives have been well-lived. They feel like they've done good in their lives. They feel like if they meet God, they're going to be able to stand in front of God with a sense of the good things in their life, that they've done you know, the right things in life. And since they're, they're stepping forward in that state of completion, of meaning. So 
at that time of transition of death. And um, most of them have been very fear-based. But some of them, for example, my wife, my first wife who died, um, Mm -hmm. when she reached that point of death, there was such ecstasy. Uh, And I remember I was talking to her, and she, she yelled at me. She said, you know, she said, get out, of, get out of the room. I'm trying to die here, and you're disturbing me. So she threw me out of the room. Wow. And uh, she would sit in the, in the contemplation of her own death, um, and, and then she died. And when she died, there was so much beauty. I mean, I remember people would walk into the room, and all of our, our hearts were just feeling such presence of love and such presence of holiness that it was inspiring. It was awesome. It was like something none of us had ever experienced before, which was that presence of that deepest love. So for me, you know, again, I consider that somebody who has lived a good life, that you're reaching the end of your life, you're reaching a very holy state, you're reaching a completion. And in that state, so much beauty, so much goodness, so much openness, uh, so much wonderment is happening for you. And, and this is the ultimate goal of the Sufi path, is to have, not only you have to live a very good life and a very holy life, full of divine meaning, but also to reach that ending so that as you transition, you transition into the next state, which is the state of pure love and heavenly world themselves. Mm. You know, I, I, what I love about this, Dr. Chaffee, is, first of all, there is so much wisdom. And, and by the way, I think many people, and I'm one of them, I will admit, you know, I, I am a student of life. I am a student. And I'm so curious. And for a long time, I, I was following a woman. And I'm probably not going to pronounce her name right. Kamand uh, Kajuri. Kamand Kajuri. And, and I came across a poem of hers that stuck to me. As a matter of fact, I have it pinned. And and in this is again one of these messages that we get that awaken in in each of us the Sufi way. And I want to just read this before we go to break. And when we come back, I want to talk about what you and your team and the people you work with are really doing to transcend the darkness, but yet see it and create a world of light. And so here's what I have posted and that I have to read for myself a number of days, Dr. Jaffe, because I'm no different than anybody else. I have my moments, right? And it's this, you must be more alive than life. You must see darkness dance and hear silence sing. You must be more awake than light, for we aren't born sleeping, and we shouldn't live sleeping. Only then will death's slumber become sweet. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. Can you imagine everybody spending time with Dr. Jaffe and just immersing yourself in this? Let's take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about how do I start the journey? What does it seem? Will I get to understand the meaning of a poem like that for myself? And what is it that Dr. Jaffe has opened up masterfully, if I might say, for all of us that are reminded 
we're more than our social media or Twitter accounts or other accounts. There's so much more to this. As my friend Matt James says, whatever you think you are, you're more than that. We'll be right back. People often ask, what does it mean to thrive? On Thrive by Gen Radio, it means body confidence, mind fulfillment, and soul synchronicity. Create synchronicity with God and learn as Jen shares action steps and real stories that will inspire you to be unstoppable in fulfilling your purpose. Tune in live each Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com and visit JenniferZellup.com to thrive with Jen. If you struggle with fear and anxiety, you know how powerless and stuck these emotions can make you feel. You've tried everything, but nothing helped you overcome these blocks. Dr. Friedman Schaub, award-winning author of The Fear and Anxiety Solution, created a special program which helped thousands of his clients to become healthy, happy, and confident again. Learn how to eliminate negative self-talk, let go of your emotional baggage, and replace limiting beliefs. With Dr. Friedman's accelerated program, you can break through your challenges. Visit thefearandanxietysolution.com. If you have a sense that you are meant for more, Join Heather Allison every third Tuesday at noon Pacific as she explores an ancient, forgotten energy within us and helps us access our original archetypal blueprint. The Golden Path will help you remember the key to unlocking your life, love, success, and magic you were meant for. A key to unlocking your golden path. Visit heather-allison.com. Have you ever wondered if there's a way to heal the deep, hidden inner issues, wounds, beliefs, and traumas. The journey into spiritual healing engages people in all areas of their lives to heal themselves and others. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio as Dr. Jaffe brings conversations of healing of body, mind, and spirit as he merges the excellence of traditional medicine with the beauty of spiritual healing. For more information about Dr. Jaffe, this show, and his work, visit drjaffemd.com. Darcy Pariso is your connection to spirit, energy, and healing. You can meet Darcy in person at upcoming events throughout Seattle. Do you have questions about your animal companions, yourself, or do you desire to communicate with loved ones on the other side? Darcy will connect you and get answers. Darcy can also work with energy healing to help you and your animal companions feel more balanced and recharged. Visit DarcyPariso.com events. The Truth is Funny, Shift Happens with Colette Marie Steffen is excited to welcome Karen Benton as a monthly guest host. Tune in on the third Wednesday of each month at 8 a.m. Pacific time to regain confidence and trust in your capacity to create change in your life, your health, your family, and your well-being. Karen Benton is a mother, nurse practitioner, certified body talk practitioner, Franklin Method instructor, and owner of Limitless Living LLC. For more information about Karen, visit karenbenton.com. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to Journey into Spiritual Healing with Dr. Jaffe and me, Dr. Pat. And this is really about embracing divine presence, unity, and love. And today we are talking about the Sufi path. We're talking about why people need spiritual guidance. And, you know, we're touching upon uh, different aspects of it. Um, but one of the things that I, I, I want to get back to, Dr. Jaffe, and I, wa- I want you to be able to share this with our listeners I am a student. I became a student 15 years ago and even earlier than that by no direct means of my own. I was very fortunate to have things show up in my life that I said yes to. 
But you, on the other hand, have created an entire forum so that people can step in to the beauty and the wisdom and the teachings. So would you take a minute and tell us about these? Tell us about the courses. Tell us about how people can find something in what you created to get in the path of love and wisdom and light. Well, I think, you know, again, the, when, you know, as a, a doctor, a healer, you know, a mystic myself, um, what I've seen is that most people um, are lacking that connection in their heart, and they're lacking mm. real guidance. Wow. So what ends up happening is people, because they don't have that, there's kind of a hole there. Um, they fill it with all sorts of things, such as the Internet or food or drugs or alcohol, you know, or something to close up that hole, which is painful inside of them. And, of course, you know, those things don't really ever work. In fact, they just, in a certain way, make the hole worse, and the people end up filling themselves up with different types of poison, and everything gets, you know, goes, goes downwards. So my experience is that that we're, the hole that we're all struggling with is the hole of love and meaning. That either we don't have real meaning in life or we don't have real love in life. And because of those things, we're hurting really deeply inside. And of course, you know, we turn to temporal things. We turn to, like I said, drugs or alcohol or relationships or all sorts of things to try to fill those gaps. But none of them ultimately work because you know, all of them to a certain level are imperfect. And in time, you're going to reach a place where your relationship breaks down or you lose your commitment or, you know, the alcohol becomes alcoholism and the drug becomes addiction. And all these things start start to, you know, fall apart in your life. Well, what I have found in my own life is the one tangible thing that I can count on that never goes away is that eternal reality of the divine itself. And that when I touch into it, there's always love for me. There's always kindness. There's guidance. There's meaning. There's help. There's support. No matter what goes on in my life, I have never seen God or the divine turn me away, ever. It's always there. So the holes have been filled up with meaning. They've been filled up with connection. They've been filled up with divine love, divine wisdom. And that's what the Sufi path is trying to teach each person, is that we are not meant to be beggars. We're not meant mm. to be slaves. We're meant to be free. And we're meant to have peace and love in our life. And when you have that, your life is, you know, we, we, we call this show, you know, the journey into spiritual healing. But it's really the journey into love, into peace, into freedom, into ecstasy, uh, into union with the eternal. And that experience is, first of all, in itself beyond anything. But secondly, when you have it, it opens up the outer reality that people are drawn to you who have those qualities themselves. So when you find freedom within, you'll find relationships full of freedom. When you find love within, you're going to draw to yourself somebody who will love you. Um, when you find health within, you'll find healthy relationships around you. So all of it is a mirror of what's inside of yourself. And that's the real goal of Sufism, is to 
bring that into your reality. So how we do that is we have a series of courses um, which start with what we call our Foundations of Medical Spiritual Healing. In that course, we help you identify in yourself where your life isn't working. And that might be health, it might be physical, but it could also be emotional, it could be relationships, it could be success in your career. Uh, you know, any place where you're in pain or something could be, uh, you know, uh, disorders of the mind, things like that, psychological things. Once we find that, we're going to show you how to connect yourself to God and how that light of God will actually heal those places inside of you. Just last night, we began our foundations course, and uh, one of the women was connecting to the light of God, and when she plugged into it, she said, oh my God, it's like this electric current is flowing through my body, and I have never felt anything like that before. Wow. So we're going to teach that to you in the foundations course. It's a six-week online course taught by me and some of the master healers that I've trained. Um, And then again, if you find that that's helpful, which I would say almost all the people do, then we have um, the next year program, which teaches you the, the basics of how to apply the spiritual healing and the stepping into the mysticism and the connection into love uh, into your life. And once you master that, of course, you'll decide if you want to go further or if that's enough for you. You may say, you know what, I've got what I need. I know how to change my life. I'm happy uh, where I am. Or you may say, this is so powerful and so amazing that I want to dive deeper into it and I want to know all the secrets of, of the love and all the secrets of truth. So it'll be up to you to see what you do and where you go and what's needed, and uh, you'll just follow the path as you go. You know, Dr. Jeffy, I find that I I was just reflecting uh, on uh, when I first met you and going back now. And when we were talking about these things as a vision, foundation, medical, spiritual healing, a vision, right? The university, a vision. And in a very short time, the very principles that you have just outlined in the show, talk about in this show, but live by, those principles have taken the vision. And this was not too long ago, everybody, because I want to talk about this for a minute. Because the spiritual guidance that you're referencing shows up in the way we live, what we do, and how we find that divine spark that is within us. And your demonstration of that, I mean, not simply the courses, Dr. Jaffe, that you teach, but living the principles and coming on the show and sharing them uh, uh, parallels enacting the vision and bringing it to life so that exponentially now, right, we are looking at medical spiritual healing that people can learn, the university, we're talking about the levels of Sufism that people can embrace and learn and dive deeper into. But really what we're talking about is saying yes to changing the way we live. See, that's, that's it. Because I was just reflecting upon this 
this thing I shared with you, I think, during the break, where I kind of said, look, I, I, I didn't sign up for these things because, one, I didn't know they were available. But now I do because I was somehow gifted information on these things we're talking about, the belief, the way, the path, the love, the truth, by the way. I was actually drawn to the truth part of Sufism. <laughs> and as a result of that, I too come from a place that I didn't know even existed within me. Isn't that the core essence of this as well? I mean, everything that we're talking about, the protocol, the guidance, but the spiritual guidance ignites something that's within us so that we can live an enlightened life, right? Maybe? <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's exactly right, because when you have that connection, you know, you said you were drawn to the truth or that enlightened life, um, that is a very uh, different life than most people are living. You know, most people we say in Sufism, they live the life of the world. We call the dunya the life of the world, which is, you know, essentially raising family, uh, making money, having success. And, and that's essentially the outcomes of that life. Now, I have no problem with any of that, except if you don't have the spiritual side of it, right. it it's going to get empty for you. Uh, there's no question about it. And I, I would venture to say that I don't think many people are different than I am. I think that for me, I had all of the other stuff. I mean, I was in a very successful corporate executive until one day I had to look at myself in the mirror at the height of my career, Dr. Jaffe, the height of my career. You know, everything was available to me. The height of my career, 24 and a half years working my way up from the mailroom. And walking out of my big, big 4,000-square-foot house on almost five acres, one day, I stopped to look at the mirror, as I do every day, as I did every day. But I didn't stop and just look, are my clothes on right? How's my hair? I looked in the mirror, and I was unrecognizable to myself. I didn't see my soul. Yeah. Yeah. I remember yeah. one time... I. I had, when I met the Sufi master who trained me, his name was Siddi, um, you know, I was very sick, and he told me to leave what I was doing, and I went up, bought a sailboat, and spent the next three years sailing in the Caribbean, and um, mm. at one point I got to St. Martin, and people have been to St. Martin, this is kind of a, the mecca of the rich, and I didn't, you know, I had never quite been in a place like that before, and I, I brought my sailboat in. Unfortunately, the only spot they had for me was next to the big yacht. So, <laughs> uh, you know, I had this tiny little sailboat, and I'm sitting next to like a, I don't know what, 150, 200-foot yacht, helicopters and, you know, all sorts of things on it. And I, I was looking at it, and I was thinking to myself, oh, my God, this, this guy, whoever owns that yacht, uh, has everything. You know, and I and I had this moment of jealousy. I thought, oh, or envy. I thought, I, so here I've got my little boat, and he's got everything. And um, all of a sudden, I heard a voice, which I, you know, I later understood was God's voice, saying, uh, "I'm going to show you how wrong you are." And He mm -hmm. said, "You watch. Just sit here and watch, and, and then I'll show that to you." And I heard it as clear as I'm talking to you, Pat. And all of a sudden, about 15 minutes later. 
the uh, gangplank from the yacht was rolled down, and the owners of this massive multi, I mean, we're talking about 200 $300 million yacht, um, came out of the, the uh, gangplank, and she, the wife, was in a wheelchair with oh. some kind of disease, I don't know what, MS maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was pushing her. He was also as thick as anybody I'd ever seen. Their skin was something like almost gray. It was like, in a way, they oh. they had the grayest, uh, saddest, most painful. Uh, I, I think there were, I, I don't know if I've ever experienced more pain in two people as I experienced in those two people. Wow. And it was a real teaching for me about, you know, here again, when they, these people, I won't tell you who they were, but I will tell you is that if you go into any mall in the United States, you'll find their store. Mm-hmm. Um, they're super multimillionaires. But mm-hmm. of, of putting the life into um, the world was such incredible suffering. And, and that was a turnaround <sighs> moment for me when I realized I had to make a choice. Was I going to be a person of the world? follow that path and end up, you know, maybe with that big yacht and being gray and in pain, or was I going to follow spirit and allow it to bring me real life and real beauty and open up into real love and have a dynamically beautiful life, but maybe not have all that materialism. And that was the choice that I made, and I hope that's the choice that all of you will make as well. And, you know, Dr. Chaffee, one of the things, too, I love in the story that you told is how we get to go from unrecognizable to ourselves to embracing ourselves. And see, I think that is a profound message or one of them from today's show and from what people can explore on the path. And and I, I think that is really what we are in search for. We're oversaturated with media. You know, we don't know what to do with our emotions or our anger. We're afraid to speak our truth because we're worried about whether or not people will like us or not like us. I had a moment of that yesterday in the show where uh, I got, uh, I got to tell you, I got a bunch of emails. Half of the folks said, yay, Yahoo, and the other half said, what demon possessed you, Pat? And yet at the same time, I got to look myself in the mirror and say, do I recognize myself? How am I with myself? Am I being spiritually guided? And I want to thank you for that. I want to thank you for all the work you do. I got to ask you one last question here. What's the vision? What's your vision for what you have created already, but what you're about to create? What is your spiritual guidance? What, what platform is it going to take you to, Dr. Chappie? Vision is is twofold. One of them is to help many, many people, millions of people, to reach um, guidance from the world of unity. That means to have real connection to the divine and be able to receive that presence, that connection, that wisdom in their life. I call that flying the flag of unity over every house so that everybody's Mm -hmm. being followed by the the will, the light, the guidance of the divine of God, rather than, you know, the self, the shadow, their own ideas, their own mind, that they have that real connection to that real guidance. Um, And the second thing, of course, is uh, healing, which I think that 
place of needing healing. And this is a time of healing. People, you know, everything's breaking down. Our families, our relationships, divorce mm. is at an all-time high. You know, in the United States, you know, one of, you know, 50% of the, of the relationships end in divorce. Um, yeah. You know, people are suffering really deeply. And mm-hmm. it's a time of healing. In fact, in, in most traditions, many traditions around the world today, it's interesting that it's the physicians who are being brought into the leadership in those orders. So what does that really mean? It means that this is a time that God's saying, heal yourself. Remember when Jesus said, yes. heal yourself. Yes. I think at that time now we're learning how to heal ourselves. And that's my goal is to teach people how to heal themselves using divine understanding and light. Dr. Jeffy, I totally love you. Thank you so much for all that you do. Please let folks know how they can register for courses, find out more, um, whether it's a, a, a longer-term web source seminar, all of the above. How do they contact you? How do they find out more about what we've talked about today? Yeah, that's beautiful. So uh, you can go to my website, uh, Dr. Jaffe, uh, md.com, D-R-J-A-F-F-E, uh, md.com. Uh, if you want, you can text the word Sufism, S-U-F-I-S-M, Sufism, to uh, 707-755-7511. That's text the word Sufism, S-U-F-I-S-M, to uh, 707-755-7511. And in that process, uh, we'll send you some information uh, about uh, Sufism, about some of the past. We'll send you a PDF, and we'll introduce you to some of our courses. Um, we have a wonderful staff. Uh, all of them have been walking the Sufi path. All of them uh, are full mm-hmm. of love and full of support, and would be happy to talk to you. And, and help you to understand what you might need or how we could support you in your own process of healing yourself or coming into uh, a deeper relationship to God itself. You've been listening to Journey into Spiritual Healing Radio with Dr. Jaffe. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio as Dr. Jaffe will help you remove the veil of illness and unleash the ancient wisdom of healing as he merges the excellence of traditional medicine with the beauty of spiritual healing. If you've missed any part of this episode or want to find out more about Dr. Jaffe, visit his website, drjaffemd.com. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.